0: Welcome to my leadership podcast. Matt McClory here from Colonial Church here in sunny St. Augustine, Florida. I pray that this leadership podcast would be a useful tool, practical and inspiring for you on your journey as you seek to grow in leadership in every way you can. God bless you. Welcome to another leadership episode, leadership podcast. Um... Pastor Matt here, and i um, grateful that you would tune in, grateful that you would be a part of um, any episode or anything to do with my leadership podcast. I'm truly grateful for anyone who listens. Um, why not you go ahead, if you haven't already, subscribe, um, leave a review. Uh, why don't you um, maybe leave a comment um, just talking about how this has helped you. That will obviously bless us and the ministry here at Colonial Church and what Jill and I uh, believe and build, but will also, I think, um, you know, bless someone else. It would be a testimony that will encourage someone else, help someone else, and um, why don't you share this episode to, um, to someone else, maybe who's in leadership, maybe who is struggling and, um, and could maybe be blessed by it. So here we go, everyone. Leadership with Pastor Matt McClory. Um, I'm excited about it. Here we go. I'm talking today about culture, Specifically The culture of our own leadership And our own field I want to read from Proverbs 24 But the title of this leadership episode Is my field My responsibility I'm going to say it again My field My responsibility Proverbs 24 verse 27 In the NIV says this Put your outdoor work in order And get your fields ready After that Build your house. Put your outdoor work in order and get your fields ready. Underline that word, highlight it, circle it, whatever you like to do when you read the Bible, you read the scriptures. Get your fields ready. And after that, scripture says, it says, build your house. So I've titled this leadership episode that I shared with our staff last week is my field, my responsibility. This is kind of the the premise of the thought, simply is this, a leader knows his or her field. A good leader really knows his or her field. I remember when I first started out in the area of business, the field of business, that was the, the industry or the field that I was getting into, it was in business. So for me at that time, I didn't know that field at all. Uh, I didn't know the financial markets. I didn't know um, what the stock market was really like. I had a perception and understanding from watching movies and you know reading a few textbooks and talking to maybe a couple of professors in university, but I'd never really understood what that field was. Um, think about the field maybe you're entering into, maybe you've been in for a long time. You would know at the very beginning when you first got into that field, you didn't know anything. At the beginning of any field, going into a field... You don't really know much about that field. Um, There's a learning, there's a churning, there's a grinding out, there's a figuring out of the field. What it is you're learning, what it is you you need to churn out, discover. Um, I love it because when you get into a new field, new field in life, leadership, career, business, family, entrepreneurship, planning churches, leading teams, whatever it is, I love at the beginning stages, you're getting to know the field. But you've got to understand something is that um, you can't really develop what I believe is great leadership if you have the beginning stages of the field, what the field is, what is the field. Um, Once I've worked my field, figured it out, learned it, churned it, uh, grinding out, discovering it, figuring out what the nuances of the field is, what the level of the field is, what it looks like on different... Once I've figured all that out, then there's an ease to my field. But ultimately, my field is my responsibility, which is why I've titled it this today, because your field is your responsibility. Yeah, think about your field as like your zone, your grace zone, your your lane in life, what God has called you to do. Each of us have a lane, have a zone, have a part have a field. You have a field. I have a field. But we've got to understand as leaders that my field is my responsibility. Um, A great leader, I believe, knows his or her field well. So I've got seven questions for leaders today. I'd love for you to be introspective as I ask these questions. I ask these questions of our staff. We have about 25 people that come to our staff meeting every Tuesday morning. And I um, inject leadership teaching and leadership theory into them and practice and talk about sort of things that I've learned um, in my time both in business but also in church. Um, So six questions, sorry, seven questions today. Question for you as a leader. The first one is this, um, what is your field? Um, My question for you today is how clearly defined for you is your field? Can you tell anyone at any time what your field, your lane, your gray zone, your part you play what you do, what you're called to do, your field, like your thing. Can you def- clearly define it at any time for anyone? What is my field? It's such a good question for you to ask yourself. What's my field? If I'm to be responsible over my field, I've got to first clearly define what my field is. That's number one. What is my field? So, clearly defining what your field is is really important. What's my field? What's your field? You could write it down. This is my field. Your, my field could be running the team uh, at work. It could be um, I'm responsible for the production team. That's production is my field. Production is my lane. Um, you could be like me, a pastor in a church, and your field is the whole church and making sure the field is good. Like you know, You've got to define what your field is. You've got to know what it is. You've got to be able to say to anyone at any time, this is my field. This is my area. This is my, you know, industry. Even things that you, things that you're, you know, about what you do. You've got to be able to at any time. And I encouraged our team. Anyone can walk up to you at any time, and you can clearly define. Hey, this is my lane. This is my field. This is what I get to do. How cool is this thing? This is my field. So that's number one. What is my field? Number two is this. how well do I know it? How well do I know? My field, do I understand the nuances and the intricacies of my field, my lane, my ministry, um, my my thing that I'm called to do and I am called to lead. So if you're listening to the podcast, this podcast, it's because you care about leadership, it's because you want to grow in your leadership. So how well do you know your field? So I talked about clearly defining what the field is, but then how well do you know the field? I think about like going in. To a field for the first time, physical field. And that's what the writer of Proverbs is encouraging people to do is to, to get your fields ready. <laughs> Figure that out before you build the, 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 the most important part, which is your, your house. But what's interesting about that instruction in the scripture is it's to, telling us to go out and discover the field. How well do I know the field? How well do I understand it? Is there a sense of ownership over my field? Like, this thing is my responsibility. How well do I know my field? It's important because if we go into it, understanding, man, this is my field, my responsibility. I'm going to get to know this field before I build my house. I'm going to understand the landscape. I'm going to understand the gradient. I'm going to understand, is there wet spots on it? Are there areas that I need to, like maybe there's a dip over here on this part of the field, and so therefore I wouldn't build over here. So... In a sense, it's almost like due diligence. How well do I know my lane, my field, my thing? So that's number two. How well do I know Number three, how much work have I put into my field? How much work have I put into, and if you want to bring it to present tense, how much work am I putting into it? You can't expect God to bless your field. You can't expect God to give you more resource for your field. Or maybe see promotion come, or an increase in value, if you haven't put, put the work in to your field. How much work have I put into my field? You can't expect God to bless your field. Um, let's be commit. Let's be committed. I encourage our staff. Let's just be committed to the hard work in the field of ministry. Um, maybe that's a word for you today that that you know you just got to put some hard hard work in. I was recently with a friend. Um, who's an incredible pastor in Europe. And it was the beginning of the year, it was January, we are at a retreat gathering of pastors together. And we were kind of just sharing, you know, about what we felt like this year was going to be like. And it certainly hasn't turned out like any of us would have expected. But it was just cool. Like uh, we, we sort of went around the table and asked each other, so what do you think this week's going to be like? What this year's going to be like, what do you think this y- your year's going to be like? What's it going to require of you this year? What, what, what are you going to need this year? For you to go to the next level, for you to be able to see God do more for like, what what is it going to take? And it was really interesting. One of my friends who's been in ministry, he's planted his church, uh, thriving church, growing church, great church, and he said this thing. He said to me, you know, I, I just I just realised that it's going to take a greater level of work this year. I have to work harder this year. He said, and he knew exactly what that meant. It meant in the field, in his field, it meant getting to work. It's not easy, you know, but as we put things in order, God begins to work in our lives and this is what I believe about this this particular proverb, getting your field ready before you build the house. You know, once you do that, once you build your field, once you once you get into to your field and set it up and put things in place, I think about my own yard when I'm picturing this, you know, like my own little you know, half acre of paradise that I have, where there's a sprinkler system set up, there's there's edging set up, there's landscaping that's been done. There's all this, by the way, I did, and um, you know, there's all this stuff that's been put in place. But here's the interesting thing: is now that I've put all that in order, that order that has been established in my life is now a blessing to me. The work that I've put in, I believe, is now a blessing my life, and it's the same with your field. Of life, your field of leadership. I, you know, I think this is just something worthwhile writing down and meditating on, but God blesses hard work and he blesses good stewardship. God blesses hard work and he blesses good stewardship. How much work have I put into my field? That's number three. Number four, do I focus on my field? So if my field is my responsibility, is there a level of focus on my field that's required for me to get to the level I want to go to, or do, or am I looking elsewhere? Am I the type of person who's in a job somewhere, and but really during the day, what am I doing most of the time? I'm searching, you know, Indeed.com and looking at other jobs. How much focus do I have on my field? Do I spend time in someone else's field? Am I maybe spending too much time somewhere else, maybe a different department, or maybe some some other ministry or some other thing, and I'm neglecting? My field. I need to have a razor level, um, sorry, laser level focus on my field in ministry, in leadership, in life. So number four was, do I focus on my field? Number five, is my field a blessing or is it a struggle? For a senior leader in a church, you know, for me, this is this is a really big question. This is an introspective, <laughs> pointing at myself type question. Is our church a blessing or a struggle? Think about the leaders of our city, the city of St. Augustine and the county, St. John's County, and, and the state. I want our church, when we're active in the community, building our church, building relationships, trying to be a blessing to people. You know, I'm really believing that our field, which is our church, and I want to run the type of church where anyone who comes into contact with our church feels blessed or is better off visibly impacted, changed by the field that God has given me and I now have responsibility over. This is this can be true of your life. This can be true of your ministry as well. You're, you, you might be a, um, you know, you might just be looking after the kids right now, season of life where it's like, you know, I'm, my job right now is to be a great mom or a great dad and my focus is them. As you focus on your field and you consider what it takes, your field can be a blessing. And on a struggle. So that's number five. Is my field a blessing or a struggle? we are going to be honest with ourselves. Am I, have I paid enough attention? Is my field being a blessing to other people in my life? Is there visible change? Is there visible impact as people encounter my field of leadership, my field of ministry? Are people being blessed by it? Uh, are people better off because they came to our church? Are people better off because they came and encountered your team at work? Um, is this product that you're launching As a business person, is it going to be a field of blessing or is it going to be a field of struggle? That's number five. Number six, is anyone welcome in my field? (laughs) Is anyone welcome in the field? Are you a territorial leader? You know, I think there's nothing worse in business, life, church especially. There's nothing worse in church life than an insecure leader. Someone who's insecure, constantly territorial, always looking over their back, worried about being stabbed in the back, worried about someone you know, cutting their grass, coming into their field. But imagine if we were the type of leaders that just had that confidence that Paul had. I love the Apostle Paul. I love the reading, the, the reading his letters and the beginning of his letters. He's so confident in who he is, and it's not because he put himself there. But he's declaring that, that he's not here because he put himself here. He's here, writing the letter as an apostle, because God put him here. And I think that's powerful for you and me. I think that's incredible for you and for me. If, if, if anyone's welcome in our, in our field, that means we're secure in who God's called us to be. We're secure in our calling, our gifting in life. And I just want to encourage all of us, if you're listening to this podcast, um, be the type of person when it, when it comes to the field, the, the lane of your life, the, the, the part that you play, the thing that you do, whatever it looks like, don't be territorial and insecure about it. Remember that God's put you there. Remember that it's, it's, you can be confident in the fact that God has put you in that place and therefore um, no man can take it away. Uh, I think that's just so important for us as leaders. It's like, you know, it's easy for me. Do I, do I hold my field with an open hand? You know, do, do, I, do, I, do I open up my life in a sense that, you know, I understand God's put me here. He's blessed me. But he's also called me to be a blessing and if I'm called to be a blessing it means that I've got to open up my hand for, for for God to be able to distribute that blessing that he's given me to other people knowing full well that he will keep blessing me as well it's that old saying that I love so much and I use it all the time when it comes to encouraging people around finances the blessing of God and tithing it's like this it's a saying that it's just always had such a big impact on me and the saying is this if God can get it through you That means that he can get it to you. If God can get it through your life, if God can resource your field so your field is now a blessing and you're open to people being blessed by your field, can I just encourage you? If he's going to get it through you, he'll get it to you. So that's number six. Number seven, final introspective question for us as leaders is this. Is my field a place where people find Jesus and people find home? Now, you might be listening to this podcast and you might not be a Christian. If you're not, that's cool. Um, not yet. Uh, but I'm excited that you're listening to it and you're getting your leadership built up. But, but just go with me. Think about this. Is my field in life, what I'm called to do, my grace zone, my leadership, my, my thing that I do? Uh, is my team, is my, is my business, is my, my company, is my, my career... Is it a place where people find home? Is it a place where people are welcome? Is is people, in the context of colonial church, is is our field a place where people come into contact with a life-giving relationship with Jesus Christ? That's my encouragement for us today as leaders. Question for leaders, my field, my responsibility. What's my field? How well do I know it? How much work do I put into it? Do I focus enough on the field of my life? Is my field ultimately a blessing or a struggle to the world around me? Number six, is anyone welcome in my field? Do I hold it with an open hand? Am I secure in my leadership? Am I secure in my calling? Do I understand? Am I confident that God has put me here? can't take me away? And finally, is my field a place where Jesus is glorified. People come into contact with Jesus Christ and find home as well. So I pray that's encouraged you. That podcast today, Leadership with Pastor Matt McClory, um, putting out content as often as we can, each week, ideally. So stay tuned, buckle up, get subscribed. Uh, would love for you to share this podcast. Give us a five-star rating, share the podcast, get it out there. Let's be, uh, let's be a blessing to all the people in our world. In Jesus' name, God bless. Well, I pray you enjoyed that leadership episode. Thanks for tuning in. I pray it was inspiring and a blessing to you on your journey. Hey, we'd love for you to connect with us. So please leave a comment. And if you'd like to send us an email, send us an email to podcast at colonialchurch.life. Visit us on Sunday as well. We'd love to see you in the house here at 550 State Road 207 at Colonial Church. God bless you.